0: Welcome to Texans All-Access, brought to you in part by Red Diamond, the preferred coffee and iced tea of the Houston Texans.
1: Here's the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle, touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front!
2: Game day is every day.
3: We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come.
2: Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. The
1: Texans
0: say they have it, and they do!
2: Now, it's Texans All-Access.
0: Welcome to Texans All-Access on a Tuesday as you're driving around. Glad to have you with us. I've got Drew Doherty, Mark Vandermeer joining me once again. We kicked off the first hour with Charles Amenehu on the Texans Player Show. A bye week uh, was had by all, and now we're ready to roll for the second half of the season. Welcome back, guys. And uh, I don't know about you. we got a lot to cover in this show. Usually coming off a bye week, it's a little bit slow, but I feel like we got a packed show today with the NFL trade line expiring today. Uh, we've got uh, a big game with, in the division coming up on Sunday. Mark Election had day one.
4: coverage.
1: Elect-
0: election. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that too. And then Mark had to sit down with Cal, Cal-, Cal- Mayor. We're going to get into all that. Uh, during this hour, so I'm excited about tonight's show.
5: Yeah, we were just okay. talking offline. Uh, what a difference, not just a a year makes, but really, what, eight, nine months. Because this time a year ago, we were all getting over the jet lag from London. We had just gotten back. It was a fun week. We're get, headed into our buy. What a different, different time it was. Man, can you, can you, I mean, just the, the memories came back over the weekend via social media because a few fans that were over there there's a german guy that we both got tweeted at or the three of us all got tweeted at it's just it's just surreal dp and i mark and john were at that texans bar mark and john were doing a a radio show with you know six thousand decibels going on around him because there was a big party <laughs> it yeah was just a wild turn of it sorry to veer off course here no it's
0: no it's,
1: I, it's, I think it's a great memory it's a it's great, a great
0: it's the, you can't even imagine it in this game like at the, in this time yeah that seems unimaginable traveling as unimaginable as the fact that we were just at the the last time i flew on a plane was at the nfl combine same and you know that's going to be coming up in a few months i don't know what that's going to look like the pro bowl has already been canceled like we were just covering football like just normally even this year and it's completely different but you know what i can't believe we're playing games like this we're going to be talking about this for a long time how crazy the season's been!
5: London's getting locked back down on Thursday. They're they're closing mm. all bars, all everything non-essential is getting locked back down. So it's just bananas. Yeah. We were over there walking around without masks and <laughs> dirty hands and all that stuff and shit.
1: Dirty me. hands.
0: Dirty. We didn't we didn't even know what social distancing was. You got well, oh in that text.
1: That Texans bar was not social distancing. In fact, that had as many people now as you fit into the stadium uh, on a, a COVID date, right? I mean, that was packed and such great memories. And you're right, it's exactly a year ago, basically. And I'll never forget that trip. And I remember I wasn't kicking and screaming going, but, you know, here you are in November and it's the back half of the season and, you know, you start to get a little bit like okay, you know, we're, we're getting into the final stretch, and then you got to go to London, but you got to go to London. It was great, and uh, it was so much better. I, I knew it was going to be good, but it was so much better than I thought because, uh, you know, once you're there, the adrenaline kicks in. I was worried about the jet lag, but the adrenaline kicks in. You know, Johnny and I in a car for two hours to go 20 20 miles or whatever it was, <laughs> uh, but it was a nice scenic route, and, uh, and we saw Fulham, and we did all this stuff. It was just so much fun. Um, to be in that adventure and to win the game too, because I think that, I think my memories of Mexico City would be a whole lot better if that yeah. was a victory as well. Oh. I mean, that was that was like the dead of night, primetime game. So you're the dead of night. It was the time difference was nil, right? Wasn't it Central yeah, it was Time Zone? you are
5: in the Central, but just the travel of getting from the stadium to the airport. Yeah, I think that was as long as our flight almost, and so yeah the flight home from Mexico city to Houston. So yeah, it was brutal. And-
1: it, it was brutal in the middle of the night and the bus is going like 30 miles per hour. And you're like, where are we, you know, like chickens are running faster than we are in this bus. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, are we ever going to get out of here? Uh, but it, you know, I, I think that that's going to be a good game in the future. Uh, we just have to get beyond all this and, you know, some someday we will. You mentioned it, DB. Pro Bowl canceled, Super Bowl. You know, they're going to have reduced fans at the Super Bowl at the very least. Uh, Combine, they'll do something, but I don't think we'll be able to be there to cover it the way we usually do. And who knows about the draft? You know, I mean, there will certainly be a draft. There was last year. Uh, right now, the NFL, though, is super healthy because this is a gigantic TV show, even without fans. You know, I'm watching Monday Night Football in the Giants stadium, and there's nobody there. But the game's close, it's exciting, and they figure out a way to put these games on. And uh, people watch, and that's the key. You know, eyeballs on the set, even during the pandemic, that means a whole lot to these networks, and the business continues to be good in that way, uh, even though you don't have some of the revenue from the gate, or most of it. And uh, the league is operating, so here we go. And, you know, the Texans are operating. It's good to be back, guys. I'm, I'm excited to see some of these games, because I think these games are winnable, not saying they're automatics by any stretch, but they're winnable, and it's going to be fun to watch the team in action after the bye.
0: All right. Well, it's week nine at Jacksonville. Both these teams are one and six coming off their bye week, and both of them hoping to turn things around for the second half of the season. And uh, let's see, nine more games to go. Could they make a playoff push? It's certainly possible. The rules could be changing. We'll be getting into that a little bit later. But first, let's get into some Hot Reads. Hot Reads presented by Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. Well, the big news for today, the NFL trade deadline passed at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central, Houston time today. The biggest deadline, uh, the biggest headline for the Texans, obviously, was Will Fuller. Would he or wouldn't he get traded to Green Bay? It seemed like everybody sort of had their eyes on whether or not Green Bay would pull the plug and make a trade. But according to reports, the Packers... They wanted to trade for him, but they were not in agreement internally with the organization giving up a premium draft pick. And then obviously they had to um, sign you know, work out his contract details, according to ESPN's Diana uh, Russini. So that falls in line with what Romeo Cornell said Monday. He said they would only consider substantial trade offers they're not interested in trading uh, for peanuts. And so Will Fuller remains a Texan now for the second half of the season.
5: No peanuts, baby. They're not going to, there's no reason to tank because they're not, they don't have a first round pick. And unless somebody was going to give up a first round pick, you're not going to do that deal. They will. They, they still think they have what it takes. We heard from Cal McNair in his interview with Mark. Hey, we're really optimistic. We're not giving up. We're going to fight till the end on this thing. So if you want to fight to the end, you want all your weapons and that's your biggest weapon for Deshaun Watson. I mean, Will Fuller has played like a number one receiver, like we've touted him, like we've thought he could become over each of the last three or four years. And don't give them up for a fourth-round pick, which is reportedly what uh, All all Green Bay was offering. So, yeah, there's ways to to nitpick at this, and there's ways to cut this down and say, oh, the Texans need more draft capital. But they're not looking at that. They want to win. And they think if there's any ability to get into the dance or the tournament, as Bill Parcells used to call it, talking about the playoffs, let's do it. Because if you're another team – you really want to see Deshaun Watson and the Texans because that means they've peeled off a bunch of wins. They fixed mm-hmm. some things, which is still very, very possible, and they're ready to rock in January. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not saying the Texans are winning all nine or winning eight to get there, but I don't know that you have to this year because of the extra playoff spot to get in. So I'm fine with this unless you were going to get like ones, which they weren't. Nobody's going to give that up. Don't no. do it. You know, let's, let's fight. I mean, I maybe.
0: Like Maybe a two, but even if, if, if Will Fuller walks, um, you know, after his contract is up at the end of the season, you'll get a third round. I would imagine a third round compensatory. I pick, mean, you
5: got so. it. He's got to stay healthy. And like, that's, that's For all me. obviously there's a, a lot of left. ifs. But I, I 100%, saying, like,
0: yeah, 100% agree with you. But with that with being the said, reference. there was talk of Whitney Merciless at one point. I remember I was watching football here on Sunday and uh, let's see Whitney Merciless, JJ Watt, Will Fuller. I was, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, this seems to not be coherent with everything I'm hearing within the building with Romeo Cornell and saying, you know, we're trying to win games, but nationally people thought that it was like a fire sale, which I'm glad it wasn't because if you train all those guys and don't get substantial picks or worth for them, then you're kind of in no man's land. You've, you you can not really make a push for the rest of the season, which it sounds like Mark from your conversation with Cal, that's he, that's what he's interested in doing is. You know, he's optimistic that this team can win some games for the second half of the season. It seems like the offense is actually clicking. So that's the thing. You don't want to upset the balance there because Will has had some fantastic games. His his draft stock, his trade stock should be high, but, you know, I don't know, fourth-round pick doesn't really
1: – it no. seems like
0: he might be better served to stay with Houston now for the rest of the year. Well,
1: well, here's the other thing about Will, and and I think you want your new GM, your new head coach, you want the new regime, the new brain trust, however it's put together – to be able to make a decision on Will's future after you're done with the season. And let's just say, Will stays healthy for the campaign, has the remarkable camp or continues to have it uh, the one he's having. And then you say, well, gee, what's, you know, what's the price tag in a longer term deal? Can you franchise him? I mean, you could do that also, Uh, which is, you know, that would indicate you want to work out a longer-term deal. But Will also knows his history, so maybe Will uh, decides to take a deal that's not going to, you know, break the bank or whatever. I don't know what's going to happen, and maybe he ends up leaving. But I agree that, uh, you know, Romeo said we're not trading for peanuts. Cal, the feeling I got, and we didn't talk about this on the air, but the feeling I got was, you know, they'd have to be blown away to trade some Mm -hmm. of these high priced or or big name players i should say big name players and obviously nobody blew them away because they didn't pull the trigger on any of these guys and you know jj i think is almost untradeable uh, you know some of these other players might be but again you know you're not going to get anything better than a three for most of these players because that's just the value that's the trade market right now uh so uh, if it was a four for will i'm i'm happy they didn't do it you know a four all right i know you can get a really good player for a four potentially but It's Will Fuller, and let's see what happens. I like – I enjoy professional football. I enjoy watching the Texans. I want to see what happens in these final games. I'm with you, Drew. I'm I'm not guaranteeing anything, but these games are a little bit more palatable on the schedule on paper than when you're playing the Chiefs and Ravens and Packers and the Titans undefeated at the time and all of that. I just want to see what unfolds here. And this is a very good passing attack. Let's see it continue to operate and see where it takes you.
5: Yeah, and think about it. Aside from the win, you you know, that's where you beat Gardner Minshew and the Jags. Every other game you played, you were playing against a, a team that had a quarterback who had at least gone to a, one Pro Bowl in his career. Wow. You know, a few of them are going to be in Canton, Aaron Rodgers. The way Patrick Mahomes is playing, he's going to be there yeah. someday. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is. There's an argument to be made that he's going to be in. He's probably going to be in. He's a, in. I mean, in. yeah. I mean, I'm with you. But there's 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 nitpickers out there. The bottom line was, they faced a hellish stretch of excellent quarterbacks, and it's not going to be the same down this stretch. Um, they hung with Tannehill in Tennessee. You got him here. It's been a house of horrors for the Titans when they have played against this team in this stadium when Deshaun Watson has started. So. They've got their chances. And Charles Amenahou said it best in the last hour. They're one and one in the division. And they've got what, four more games to play in the division. So yeah. you know, that's a lot of hay you can make. Now, none of us have guaranteed a playoff spot. I still think it's, you know, it's it's a big reach to make, but it's certainly a possibility. Like it's this is not the craziest thing we've ever seen. I mean, there was damn near a seven and nine team in the playoffs last year. It happens every once in a while, and now you've got that extra spot. So it's certain. Like much wackier things have happened,
1: and you might have two. You might yeah. have another extra spot, yeah. which would be right. really interesting. Which I think they should have done um, right off the bat. But that's another topic for another minute or two.
0: Oh, we're definitely going to get into that. The, bat, okay. the NBA, the NBA playoff uh, look that the NFL <laughs> might be mimicking. We're definitely going to baseball. Go. <laughs> baseball. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, the Texans also activated the 21-day practice window for both safety AJ Moore and tight end Kahali Waring. They both returned to practice yesterday off IR. And when the window is over, the Texans have the choice of either activating them or placing them back on IR. So two players to watch. Uh, A.J. Moore, obviously, really impressed in, um, in training camp. He started the first three games this year. It was the first time he'd started an NFL game. He started all three this year and was really off to a hot start before he was injured. And then Kahali Wearing, you don't really know what you have in him. He spent all of the 2019 season on IR, uh, came back, uh, played uh, the, the, in the first game against KC. Did some stuff on special teams, and then he was on IR prior to week two. So two guys that you know what you you, you could do a little bit more evaluate. You might be able to use them on the field, but two players to watch this week and the next. It's, weeks.
5: it's not going to move the needle, but AJ Moore's been the best player for the te- best player on the Texans that nobody knows about the last three years. I mean, his first two years in the league, he led the special teams units and tackles. And they're two of the best special teams units the franchise has ever had. I mean, it was abysmal here for about a decade. And then Brad Seely came in and flipped things around. And one of the tips of that spear was A.J. Moore. And then they, they gave him some time this, this August on defense, and he was turning some heads and doing some things. And they liked what they saw. Now, it got off to such a rocky start, and pretty much everybody, A.J. Moore included, struggled. But you like where the trajectory of – of his career was going, where he was going. So this is a good thing when he gets back in the mix, which you think he will uh, at some point in the next three weeks, because he's either going to get, like you said, DP, put onto the active roster at 53, or in three weeks, or maybe even sooner, they'd put him on IR for sure. But it doesn't sound like that's going to be the case for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they're activating, if they're putting this window together for AJ in particular, I mean, this is an important player to this football team. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you worded it that way. The best player that nobody talks about. Uh, If he's able to go in that secondary and Roby's healthy as well and you don't lose anybody else, this is the difference between possibly winning and losing some of these games coming up on the schedule. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're talking about Jacksonville, Cleveland, the Patriots and especially Detroit on Thanksgiving, this could be a real difference maker. Like you said, moving the needle. All right. Doesn't have to move much for you to get a little bit better on defense and a little bit better could make a whole lot of difference if the offense continues to do what it's doing through the air and can get something, please, going on the ground because obviously that's going to make a a huge difference if you're able to do that. Uh, And that's that's a whole other topic as well. But I love having A.J. Moore available. Please make that happen very soon. And as far as wearing goes, you know, he's kind of this mythical creature – uh, you know, Johnny and I were talking about him yesterday. It's, is he Benny Jopru? Is he not, you know, it's not his fault. I mean, all you have to do is take one look at the guy and you know, he puts the work in, he's putting the work in rehab. He's putting the work in to be a good professional football player, but he's just had horrible luck. And that reminds me of Benny Jopru in a way. Now Jopru was projected to be way better than Kahale wearing. I mean, Jopru a second round pick for this team at 03 And, They could have taken Jason Witten. A lot of teams could have because he was a third-round draft choice. I mean, it's amazing. But Jopru is projected to be better than Jason Witten. Injuries derailed his career. And so far with Waring, injuries are derailing his career. And he's got to get that going. And you'd love to know what Waring is before the close of the season, you know, what you can get out of him because – Again, the new brain trust, however it's put together, they've got to be able to make an informed decision on the tight end group going into 2021, and you want to know if he's going to be a part of it or not. I mean, you own him, so to speak. He's a third-round draft choice, and you just love to know what he can do for you.
5: Yeah, and there's this idea out there that I've seen on Twitter that he's just some sort of project, and he was a waste of a pick, and he sucks. Trust me, like, Deepy, Mark, John, and I, we've all seen him practice. When he was a – at rookie yeah. minicamp, he leaped off the page. At, I mean, he was a really, really productive guy in those practices. Okay, it was shorts, it was helmet. They weren't really doing yeah. stuff. He looked great, and then he was having a good training camp. And I saw him on one of the, uh, you know, one of the fields when the Packers and Texans were practicing together up in Green Bay, and he was he was giving their secondary fits. I saw him catch a touchdown or two. Yeah. He was doing really good things and was on his way. And then he got the concussion during training camp that first year as a rookie, and his season got derailed. He got put on IR, and they kind of redshirted him, so to speak. So trust me, there's skill there. There's talent there. He is a player, but he's just had horrible, horrible luck.
0: Well, Mark, you mentioned the defense getting better, and Bradley Roby returned to practice yesterday. A big boost for the Texans secondary. Roby left the Week 7 game against Green Bay on that opening drive with a knee injury. So if they can get Roby back, that's huge news for that secondary that was really hurting without him because we saw Devontae Adams put up 196 yards and two touchdowns. No real solution for man-to-man corner the way that Roby is when he's out there on the field. I really felt like this defense felt his loss in that game, and there's not yeah. a there's not another guy that plays the way Roby does, has the experience that he does. I mean, he's the leader of that secondary now that Jonathan Joseph's gone. Jonathan Joseph, by the way, released by the Titans today, but – uh Roby in his prime if he can come back that's good news for the Texans because we weren't really sure how long he was going to be out when you say knee injury that sometimes is kind of scary
5: yeah no you 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 desperately need Bradley Roby uh back in the secondary this year especially but it goes back to this Mark you weren't with us last week but DP and I were talking how how much of a, a fulcrum has not getting Gary and Conley on the field this year mm. been for the Texans. I mean, how much different would this season actually look if he had been able to play? Because it doesn't appear like he's going to be back anytime soon. Um, it's just – it's really – because he played significant snaps for you in the second half of the season last year.
1: You know, it's – look, we can't sell Conley like it's uh, Darrell Revis. His right, out, yeah, and I, I needed
5: to preface that. He's not Deion Sanders. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying no, that. No, no, but, but here's, here's
1: – uh, to back your point up, Every little bit helps, right? One stop on a third down in the second half of one of these games yeah. could mean, you know, whatever. What about the Steelers game? You know, one tackle, one stop, getting the ball back once would have meant so much. You had the lead going into the fourth quarter of that game. That team's undefeated right now. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings, you had difficulty getting the ball back. Obviously the Ravens. And I'm not saying is the big difference maker necessarily, but again, one PBU, you know, one, one, a pick would be great, but just knocking down a ball on third down and being able to force a punt, those things mean they're monumental game-changing plays. And And if you could get one of those, one extra, what does that mean for you right now? The Titans game, okay? You're able to make a stop, even just that game, because Cal McNair brought it up that the vibe would be very different if you were able to beat the Titans, you know, then the vibe would have been different going into green Bay. Maybe you still lose to to the Packers, but having two wins now would mean a whole lot more than having one. You'd be two and five. And, you know, you do the math as we were talking about with, with what's in front of you here on the schedule. So, yeah, I think, I think not having Conley from the get go, this defense was designed to have him, Uh, you know, obviously the way they set up the team, it's, it's not working out with the depth, really paying off the way it needed to, uh, You know, I think you got a whole lot more out of A.J. Moore in the secondary early on than you expected. Maybe, maybe they didn't, maybe they expected it just fine, but I don't think we all did. Uh, we looked at him as more of a special teams guy. Uh, but then when Conley's not able to go and then you start getting banged up with some of the other spots, it really does hurt you, and you, you crack into that depth very quickly. So uh, this buy is at a good time because, you know, the buy's is always at a good time, it feels like. But to heal up some of these guys so you can make some of these key stops like, I was, like I was talking about is going to mean so much to this football team. And then, you know, we'll worry about the offense later.
0: You bring up a good point. Cal had mentioned the Titans game being so close that that could have been a win very easily. And it just reminds me of 2018 when the Texans started off 0-3 and they get that win up in Indian week four. How yeah. much, I mean, I wonder how much of that was just the Texans sort of got things on the right track and how much of it that was the confidence boost that sort of propelled them into that nine game win streak, you know, to win such a tough game against a divisional opponent on the road. And that was a close game as well. And we, the team could have very easily started off 0-4 and maybe the the losing skid would have continued but had they won that game at the, at Tennessee um, even if it wasn't overtime to beat an undefeated team on the road in your division i mean it just it's it just really it stinks that they weren't able to plot that win but i think there are some positive positives that can come out of it you see the titans lose two in a row now in their last two weeks so they're not as invincible as you thought they were no anything can happen anything can happen in these and, next
1: and the Colts aren't invincible. They were 5-2 and two last year. They're 5-2 and two this year. Look what happened to them last year, you know? Uh, there's such a fine line, and you bring up two years ago. Yeah, they beat the Colts at the buzzer of overtime. They beat the Cowboys deep in overtime. I mean, those are easily, you know, those are games, The coin flip games right there. They made the plays to win them, so great.
5: They're close um, against Buffalo that, that next week after the Cowboys. I mean, that almost went to a third straight overtime as well.
1: Denver, McManus miss at the buzzer. I mean, you know, all the, all the way to 11 wins. uh, And it just shows you how fragile everything is. It it hangs on a thread. Uh, Look, I'm watching the Buccaneers and a Giants team that only had one win going in and the Giants looked dead in the water and they're a two point conversion away from a tie at the end. And, you know, would have, could have, should have gotten that one. So uh, it's just the league. It's the way it is. and The Texans are on the wrong side of this thing Um, and, you know, we're overwhelmed by some of these opponents early and we just have to help that hope that they, you know, reverse the curse here, you know, get on a little bit of a roll. You have Jacksonville, Cleveland, Patriots, Detroit. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, you should win all these games, but you can, it's possible. Let's see if it can happen. We'll all watch.
0: All right. Well, coming up, Mark had a chance to sit down with Cal McNair. They discussed because in the midst of this entire season, the Texans are also on a head coaching search and general manager search. So, I'm going to sit down with Mark because we heard the interview. We, we, I wrote a story about it on HoustonTexans.com, but Mark was there with Cal. I'm going to get his thoughts on uh, reading the tea leaves, as he likes to say, on what he thinks is going to happen next and what is happening next in the latest uh, Texans head coaching and general manager search. That's coming up. And, of course, we're going to look at the Jaguars because they are facing the Texans once again. It's all coming up on Texans All Access.
2: This is Whitney Merciless, and you're listening to Texans Radio. Don't touch that doll no mercy. or else.
3: Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating, tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good.
4: Coca-Cola, together tastes better. Even now, while we're distancing, your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely. And our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist. Leading medicine. Behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss, such as player speed, field location, and movement patterns. The NFL uses AWS to process this large and complex data in real time. It's called Next Gen Stats, and with AWS machine learning and artificial intelligence technology, the NFL has developed ways to uncover deeper insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations. Visit NextGenStats.NFL.com for all things stats. Next Gen Stats, powered by AWS. My name is Dean Grant of Resolute Oil. We were poised for significant growth in 2020. When the pandemic hit, it stopped us in our tracks, derailed us. We spoke with Amagi right away because we believed in Amagi and believed that they would come up with the best solution available. Without Amagi Bank, we would not be in business today. They make you feel—they make you feel important. We're we're an Amagi Bank customer for life. Energy Bank, a division of Zion's Bank Corporation NA, member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. Today's
2: horoscope brought to you by Geico. People will take note of your sunny disposition, Sagittarius.
3: That's because you just switched to Geico and discovered you could save hundreds of dollars a year on car insurance. However, your newfound inner glow may prompt unfounded rumors. Did you get a promotion or you want a juice cleanse? Did they give you too much anesthesia at your dentist appointment? Your secret is safe with us,
2: Sagittarius. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
4: It's Mattress Firm's Black Friday Preview Sale. Hurry in for savings up to $500 on top-rated brands like Sealy when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 on Sealy. Or save 50% on select mattresses from Sealy and get a Sealy Queen mattress for just $249.99. Don't wait. Shop in-store, online, or buy phone with a sleep expert for these amazing deals. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com
0: sale. Whether in your neighborhood, through a park, or on a treadmill, join Houston Texans fans all over the nation as we virtually run together for our Running of the Bulls 5K presented by HEB or Toro's Kids 1K presented by Texas Children's Hospital. Run or walk your favorite course any day and any time between November 1st through 8th and get race swag like a 2020 t-shirt, medal, and All proceeds will be donated to help youth in Houston. Your race, your way. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash run.
2: This is Texans Radio insider access
5: radio.com NFL insider Ross Tucker joining us there should be zero time
3: actually having to rebuild when your quarterback is Deshaun Watson exclusive content I think it could be more of a reload restructure we've seen it so many times so many teams
2: sports radio 610
3: as long as you have that guy I think it can be a pretty quick turnaround
2: the Texans play here
0: Hey Texans fans, head on over to Cushada Casino Resort and play the largest and most spacious gaming floor in southwest Louisiana. With wide open spaces to play all of your favorite slots and table games, live bingo, off-track betting, and poker. Plus, beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and Cosati Pines, the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Cushada is the largest casino resort in Louisiana and Louisiana's best bet. Located in Kinder, Louisiana, just east of Lake Charles. Take I-10, exit 44 to Kinder. more information, visit CCRLA.com.
2: What are the experts predicting about this week's big game? Extra points, Saturday nights at 1030 or after the late local news on ABC 13.
0: Welcome back to Texans All Access. On a Tuesday, we've got Mark, we got Drew, I'm DP. And of course, uh, you know, before the break, I teased a little bit about the head coaching and general manager search, which kind of gets buried sometimes, I feel like. Um, in talking about this Texans team because we, there's still so much football left to be played and I think that's what happens when you yeah. fire your head coach in week four you, you still have games to cover but oh this is sort of the underlying theme of the 2020 season is that there's a, a head coaching search going on so Mark you had a chance to sit down with Cal I think what we we know so far is that there's a search firm in play um, that that's helping to hire um, the, the next team that's going to be you know Leading, leading the Texans in 2021, Corn Ferry, Jed Hughes, who's the vice chairman for Corn Ferry. And Mark, um, Cal talked a little bit about what is happening next. And I, what I thought interesting in that one on one with you and him was um, this brain trust. Yeah. And, he, and those are my words, not, not his words, but a, a committee of four or five people, like mm-hmm. an ad hoc committee to sort of help guide the search along. What, what do you make of that?
1: Well, I, th- I think it's Cal listening to a lot of different opinions about the way things can be run, you know, and not only have Corn Ferry, and they've done a lot of this stuff, uh, Jed Hughes, so this is, this is a great guy to have to talk to about how other searches have gone and, you know, why certain teams have picked certain guys and, you know, what a great resource of information, you know, never mind, you know, being able to reach out and contact people and talk to all the candidates, but the information to me is key. And, and Cal is very determined, obviously, to get the right people in here. So you have the Jed Hughes opinion, you have this committee, and they're going to have different differing opinions, right? And who knows who's going to be on it, but it's going to be names you know. And then you know, you have Cal and he'll be able to, you know, make a great decision on, on, on what is right for this particular squad. And, you know, Cal's going to talk to players and get their input as well. And, you know, he made the decision to, uh, to park company with Bill O'Brien for a reason. So uh, those things, those reasons that led to that dismissal, uh, those things have to be addressed with the new candidate that, you know, they've got to be able to – the candidates, I should say, because it's GM and coach – they got to be able to uh, to fill the needs that weren't being met, or just do a better job of it, or or however Cal deems it. So I love having differing differing opinions. I wouldn't like it, and I don't. You know, I know he wouldn't like it because he's not doing it that way. I wouldn't like it if you just had one guy like I'm just going to pick my guy and not talk to anybody <laughs> about it. You know, it's great to get other points of view when you're making a really difficult decision like this. And you know, who knows what kinds of things they're going to say and they're going to want. You know, they meaning the candidates it's funny because like we had mclean on yesterday and i said john who you know the the next texans head coach power rankings who do you got is it still b enemy um uh, and the eber the defensive coordinator for the colts is it arthur smith the offensive coordinator for the titans you know there are all these guys out there i threw in rob Sala, defensive coordinator for the 49ers i know his star isn't as uh, bright right now because they're having a tough year but he went to the super bowl last year you know to me i want the best leader i want somebody who's gonna be a great leader and be able to pick great people. And people look at Vrabel, and they say, great leader. And and I think, you know, he is. Uh, but right now they're having problems on defense. And what did I say in the offseason? I, I praised Vrabel endlessly for hiring Dean Pease because he took care of that side of the football for him. And even though Vrabel was a coordinator here in 2017, he saw saw the opportunity with Pease and decided, look, I, I'm not going to coordinate the defense. I'm going to get an expert to do it. Uh, And now he's trying to do it by committee and it's just not working as well in a year where they could possibly compete for the Super Bowl, you know, so uh, it's funny to see how people operate but that doesn't take away from his leadership I just think you need to find the best leader and somebody who can delegate just get a great job done here.
5: You try to press Cal on uh, who's going to be on this committee and (laughs) yeah I pressed him hard didn't I.
1: Who We're not think- leaving this interview <laughs>
5: until you give me the names. Who do you think that that who do you think might wind up on the committee? But more importantly, when do you think that committee is going to start getting to work and get formed and and get put together?
1: I think quickly here, and I I think he mentioned former player, didn't he say that? Maybe yes, a former he did. Player, and I was so,
0: wondering who you think that might be.
1: I don't know. Look, you know, you know that the <laughs> McNair's,
0: yeah. the
1: <laughs> McNair's have a close relationship with a few former players. Right, they do. But, but I, you know, I don't want to start saying names because I, I don't really, you know, I don't really know who it's going to be. And, uh, you know, I, people are going to, like, have opinions. But I think we all know some of the names uh, out there that are possibilities of former Texans players. But I think everybody, you know, everybody's got an opinion on this stuff. And I don't want to say everybody's opinion is valid, but. I think it's worth discussing, you know, like if I throw out Matt Eber flues, you know, well, hey, hey, interesting idea. Why? You know, let's, let's bat it around a little bit. So, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's Mike Quinn or it's not Mike Quinn, I doubt it's Mike, Quinn. Sean Cody, uh, whether it's Sean <laughs> Cody, you know, or Brian, <laughs> Brian Pittman or I'm just kidding around here.
0: Folks. But what about, you know, I always find it. Um, I find it interesting when you have a brain trust, like, you know, I've, I've heard like, you know, obviously, Charlie Casserly, he's on NFL Network, a lot of former yeah. GMs. You know, is it not awkward to bring in a guy that that worked for your team that ultimately was fired, but then you bring them back to get their opinion? Or is that is it different? Does that dynamic change once, you know, they've sort of gone on and, and you know, worked with other teams and then it's... I get the idea that, that
5: Charlie Castle is not the not the guy you're going to bring in. I'm
0: not saying he is. I'm just saying, like, as an example. Sometimes you you bring, uh-huh. you know, former coaches or former general managers. Well, um, Dan,
5: Dan Reeves was that guy back in 06, 05 when, when that yeah. season was I, just falling apart. Well, that, I
0: mean, that's a different – well, I think in,
1: Reeves was was more recently, you know, in the league. Knew a lot of the guys. Like right
5: now, been in multiple I, organizations.
1: Yeah, I, I'd love somebody who, um, you know, who's not who's worked in the league not that long ago, or who gets to talk to a lot of people. Now Charlie still does, okay, but you know, and look, I, I could see maybe Charlie being on the committee. I don't know this, but you know, I. I you know. Hypothetically. Why would that be so strange Uh uh, if he was on the committee? Because he's not angling for the job or anything, you know. Uh, That's another thing. You want somebody who's like not an actual candidate who's on the committee like, I think I should do it.
0: But it'd be like like if you were a play-by-play guy and then you got fired and then your former employer brings you back to help hire the next play-by-play guy. Like, is that not a weird dynamic? I think that's kind of what I'm always fascinated by. Like, this is and people are willing to do it and be on these committees and help out. Just
1: at because. UMass, I got to help hire my replacement.
0: But you were they, leading of your own accord, were you? Yes, not?
1: I was. And they trusted me to find the best guy, but there's no way I was going to get somebody who was better than me. No, there was no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just joking I around. Actually, company. the guy was very good. Who The guy was very good. Oh, my God. He's now at Boise State, Bob Beeler. Uh, does a really nice job. But, uh, yeah, I know. It, it's. Look, at Miami, Leonard Hamilton, basketball coach, had a, a – I don't know if I would call it a say, but he had an opinion that Perry Clark should, uh, should take over for him. And I like Coach Clark. He's not as good as Leonard Hamilton, but uh, he did a decent job for a while.
5: You know, I got a player name that would be, I think, kind of perfect for this committee, mm-hmm. but it's too bad he works for another team. I think a guy like Connor Barwin would have a good – Oh. Breath of knowledge because he he played here he played for other organizations Rams. Philadelphia the Los Angeles Rams the New York Giants he's been around Wait. the league who's he's he working guy. for he's
0: the Eagles. Now. He's, he's in the he's front office now I've been kind of doing
5: what Andre Johnson was doing a year or so ago He was a special assistant to the GM but he'd have some good input I think and he's been around and he's not not from here but he played here I think that would be and he played here during you know like the quote-unquote some of the glory years but uh that'd be somebody interesting to considering it's got me thinking about who would be a, a good choice to have on this committee.
0: If, if he retires, J Joe, J Joe. Yeah. I would put him on that committee. Just because I mean, he,
5: on top of like, obviously Andre Johnson would be somebody. Well,
0: I feel like Andre Johnson, of course, is on that list. You know, yeah. Just being that he's probably one of the most accomplished Texans. I don't
5: know if it's tampering. If we're talking about some of these guys. Or not. <laughs> we're
0: just talking about them as players.
5: Well, I was, like, saying, <laughs> if, I was saying, clearly you can't have Barwin because he's under, you know, he's play he's with another team. Yeah. I'm saying he would be a good option, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I do. I do like putting former players on this committee and even current players, because obviously these are the guys that are going to but they have to be guys that, you know, are going to be here for a while. Obviously a guy like Deshaun, who's under contract and, you know, even JJ Watt had said that the next head coach. It's know,
1: such to- a hard decision. Yeah. And, you know, people, people talk about the hot coordinator. I give you Adam Gase. Who was once upon a time the hottest Murphy. coordinator out there, the number one candidate for a job before we got the Dolphins job? And look at him now. And I'm not, you know, that's like that's the downside. Then you get a McVay who's like boy wonder or whatever, and he goes to the Super Bowl. Uh, Matt LaFleur, who looks like he's, you know, 13 years old, and he's leading Green Bay to 13 and three last year. And, you know, they're off to a pretty good start. You th-
0: called that too, because when Matt LaFleur was uh, with the Titans, you, you had said, you're like, he's going to make a great head coach.
1: I said it before the Titans. I, I thought that if Bill O'Brien got fired in 2017, Matt LaFleur should be a candidate here. Um, be, yeah. And because and he was uh, at with the Rams at the time. And I thought, Oh, there's no way he's ready. Then he got the coordinator job one year in Tennessee. And now look at him. So uh you know, but you know those are the guys i actually know and when you know somebody it feels a, a little bit different
0: all right well let's take a break we still got to talk about this new playoff format that's even yes. further expanded or could be even further expanded what are the texans odds look like now with even a bigger playoff bracket we're going to get into that and some big news from around the nfl that's all coming up one final segment of texans all access don't go anywhere
2: Touchdown! Texans Radio continues in a moment.
4: Texans fans, if your head's in the game, you're not thinking of hunger. But keep an eye on that scoreboard, because if your team scores two touchdowns at this week's game, Touchdown! you'll score a free Jumbo Jack at Jack in the Box when you purchase a large drink. Touchdown! Stop by a participating Jack in the Box location the day after the game to get your touchdown celebration meal on. Touchdown! Now, how's that for some extra points?
2: Baby, I just checked out the new Hyundai Elantra. How was it? I have to say, it was a pretty smooth operator. Are you sure you're talking about a car? (laughs) It's a tech lover's dream. The digital key feature lets you lock and unlock the doors. And get this, with dynamic voice recognition, I can control the temperature, roll down the windows, and change radio stations just by talking.
5: I
4: know
3: you like that. (laughs) You too can talk to the all-new Hyundai Elantra. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.
4: The Houston Texans, Toro, and NOV have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston.
3: When Texan CEO Cal McNair has something to say,
2: he speaks on Sports Radio 610. What we're going to do is put together sort of an ad hoc committee of four or five experts really leaders in football and sports possibly a former player to uh, get insights and wisdom
3: what former players might be on the search committee and have input on this franchise altering decision maybe next time we
2: visit we can
3: visit more about that
2: we'll find out right here insider access exclusive content sports radio 610 the texans play here Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio.
4: Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachada Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65
2: table games, live bingo and off track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality, Cachada style, at Cachada Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet.
4: BHP is a leading global resources company with mining and oil and gas interests worldwide. Our reputation is built on proven performance, helping provide the energy that keeps the world moving, cities growing, communities thriving. And we combine this innovative spirit with a commitment to develop more efficient ways to find these resources and more sustainable ways to use them, today and in the years to come. The Texans supply the energy on the field, BHP helps supply the energy everywhere else At Mustang Cat, we understand that the work never ends. As the Caterpillar dealer for Southeast Texas, we deliver the equipment, service, parts, and rentals you need to keep doing the work. For a limited time, Mustang Cat is offering 0% financing with no money down on all compact equipment. Learn more at MustangCat.com or call us at 888-MYCAT-20. Mustang Cat, building Texas, powering the world.
3: The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston. Witness the Big 12 take on the SEC at the 2020 Texas Bowl Thursday, December 31st at NRG Stadium. Don't miss your chance to be a part of a college bowl season unlike any other. Sign up for the wait list at www.thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more.
0: At Red Diamond, we craft our iced tea to be just so, never so so. For generations, Red Diamond has been creating the perfect iced tea. Perfect for picnics, perfect for cookouts, perfect for ball games, perfect for whatever you have in store. Pick up some Red Diamond iced tea today.
2: What are the experts predicting about this week's big game? Extra points Saturday nights at 10:30 or after the late local news on ABC 13.
0: All right, one final segment of Texans All-Access. This show has, like, really flown by. I feel like we had so much to cover. We barely scratched the surface of the Jags. But um, before the break, we talked about – and we've sort of talked about it throughout the show, but the NFL is considering a new playoff format if they can't finish all of the regular season games due to COVID, and that would be a 16-game playoff format. Um, That would be half the teams in the league would make the playoffs. So you have a 50-50 chance of making – the playoffs and the competition committee is expected to present a resolution on the plant, the league's owners meetings. Uh, it'd be eight teams from each conference, obviously, and no buys for the number one seed. No problem because the Texans are not going to be a number one seed, probably anyway. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, really stinks for the Steelers and for Seattle. But if they go that route, it'd be everybody plays in the playoffs of, of those 16 teams, one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five. What do you guys think about an expanded playoff system? Some people think it waters it down, or do you like the fact that there's all these teams that are now included in the postseason? I'm going to be Kenny
5: Killjoy on this one. Oh, Kenny. No, (laughs) we're we're good. NFL, we're okay. Because what's the one league that hasn't missed any games, had any games canceled, and you can't say right now, oh, well, you got to put an asterisk by this title. And I know you don't have to say that for MLB and NBA, but a lot of people are going to think that long-term, you know, because – baseball played like 80 games or whatever. Let's just roll with that one change. It's already been made. Let's not go too further. Uh, yes, I know this would probably make it tougher for the Texans to make the playoffs, but I think for the good of the league, let's just chill. It's, let's not mess it up too much. And yeah, I know more playoffs is more eyeballs, but let that, let's just stay with what we got, okay?
0: I feel like the league would like it because it's a moneymaker. It's just that many more games. And I feel like yeah, at yeah. the end of the day, it comes down to money. And so they could pose it as, oh, well, we're, you know, this will make up for the games that weren't played. But really at the end of the day, it's just more football. Like there were some Thursday night games that didn't get played or there was one, you know, there might be more for all we know. So why not make up for it? You, with the revenue that you lose with less fans um, and the preseason games that didn't get played, why not play some extra playoff games? Cause everybody wants to watch a playoff game. Do they not? Mm-hmm. I feel like this could happen.
1: I uh, All right, so I'm old enough to remember 1982 when you had a strike season and you had nine games total in that season with the big break that broke up the campaign. So you had teams making the playoffs, and they went to 16, okay? They went to – or they went to 8-8, eight and eight. and that was before the expansion. That was before uh, Carolina and Jacksonville and the Texans and Cleveland, all right? So it was 28 teams in the league, and you had 16 make it. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, man. That was the playoffs that had the uh, Dolphins losing to Washington in the Super Bowl. Riggins on fourth and one. Yeah. That was that postseason. And I thought it was great because it was a one-off. And I think that you can do it this year as a one-off. And I'm, I was thinking they should do this anyway, because if you have to go to week 18, uh, well, this way, the team, the one team in each conference that's going to get the bye Uh, if you had to take an extra week break, they're going to have three weeks off, right? Instead, if you go eight and eight, nobody gets a bye. That week 18 becomes this off week for everybody, and then you bounce it into the playoffs. Now, that's not what they're planning here, though, if they go with this. What they're planning is, no, we're going to play these playoff games week 18, and if if anybody misses games along the way, we're going to go with winning percentage determining whether you get in or not, and that way, yeah, it is watered down, but – It'll be more, quote, fair because you'll have eight teams per conference getting in. Uh, I kind of like it just for this year only because, hey, it's COVID. Let's dance. You know, the best team's going to win anyway. Yeah, you could have a big upset. I get it. But it, it, I don't think there's a juggernaut team out there. And I think the, tur- the tournament, which is what this would be, would be so much fun, man! Can you imagine? It'd be You've a lot got, of fun too. You got four games per conference. The first. So what are they gonna go three-three and then have a doubleheader on Monday night? <laughs> Rock and roll! Let's let's party! It's the postseason.
5: All right, I I might be contradicting myself because I'm kind <laughs> you of like him into it, Mark. <laughs> I'm kind of getting myself talked into it because you know what I'm a big proponent of? What? A 64-team playoff for NCAA. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh. that's the dumbest thing. That, why have they not done that yet? They can play 10 regular season games, and oh. then the first round of the playoffs, like the Alabamas of the world, insane. they get to play at home against, like, Guacamole Tech. And then, <laughs> you know, like the Liberty Bowl is a few rounds in. You, play, you, you implement the bowls. This is possible. You can wrap it up January 1st. Mike Leach, who I used to host his coaches show in Lubbock, he's a proponent of this too, and he also explains, like, well – well, it's okay for high school kids to play this many games yeah. and it's okay for NFL players to play this many games. Well, why can't college kids do it too? So yeah, that's a good point.
1: Think. Although for college, Drew, that's way too many. Like I've always thought why? like 32, they do, they do in... 32 would be good. You'd have, you'd have Alabama against Louisville in the first round or something. Okay. That's good. I like that. That's a good game. Uh, I thought 32 kind of covers it and then you can have some other bowls.
5: I don't know. you think March Madness is something?
1: Oh, oh, it would God. be insane. how
5: great would November and December <laughs> and January Madness be? See, like, but they
1: the the counter argument is every weekend is important to us. You know what? People are still going to watch every week. People watch the Bulls. That's why they have so many bowls. The Bulls mean nothing. You know, you get past
5: that first couple of layers. Yeah, uh, but but people still watch it because they love football. And this would make the bowls more relevant and more important. Yeah. More people will be watching the Bahamas Bowl because like something would be at stake with this. This would be like a second round third round game maybe because you know you'd send whoever off there and you're actually getting better teams in the bowl games i this is not hard we put a man on the moon in 1969 we can figure out a way to figure out a 64 team ncaa football playoff Jeez. well in the meantime we might have 16
0: teams in the nfl playoffs, so that's I'm for it. I'm fine. I'm for it. If I'm for 60, half, le- half the you get a playoff spot. You, get a playoff spot. you Wait a minute. get a playoff spot. We changed his
1: vote on election day. How did he nah, we do this? To,
5: I went back to Mike Leach's, his rationale. And it's okay. Like, yeah, that makes sense.
0: If this isn't democracy, Mark, I don't know what
1: <laughs> is. the campaign worked. The all campaigning worked
0: together. The campaigning worked all of our hard work. Uh, that we put into it work i thank both of you for your hard work today drew we've got extra points is back yeah. not that it went anywhere but it's back this weekend again as the texans head to jacksonville who's your special guest it's
5: gonna be a fun guest it's clint sterner so we have a lot to discuss because uh we'll wrap up the trade deadline we'll get ready for the jaguars get ready for the final nine because like we've talked about a lot of times tonight this season is far from over
0: That's right. And the Texans will be facing a rookie quarterback head to Jacksonville, Jake Luton under center and the Texans coincidentally 11 and two against rookie starting quarterbacks since 2014. Just a little fun fact for you and also Texas or, defense
5: is a loot and free defense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I think that's, that's probably a good, good place to end, but uh, Houston four and two after the buy, hopefully they're five and two following Sunday's game. We've got Texans 360 following extra points on Saturday nights. And of course, check out Houston, com for all the latest uh, for the rest of the season. Trade deadline is passed. Everyone stays where they are, except for LA Anku. He went to, to Dallas over the weekend, but everything else, stays put as the Texans head into the final nine games. You guys, thank you so much for staying put. Thank you so much to Jacob for producing this show. That's going to do it for Texans All-Access. Stay safe out there, Houston. And as always, go Texans.
2: This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.
3: Two is better than one. How many times have you heard that one? More than once, I bet, because it just adds up. For example, there are two, not one, great reasons to fill up with Chevron with Tecron. Number one, unbeatable cleaning power. And number two, or maybe this should be number one, unbeatable mileage. Plus, Chevron puts Tecron in every grade, every gallon of their gasoline. So that's two, no wait, three unbeatable reasons to go with the one and only Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car.
5: I'm a Verizon engineer, and today we're turning on 5G across the country, including right here in Houston, with the coverage of 5G nationwide and in more and more cities, the unprecedented performance of ultra-wideband. It will change your phone and how businesses do everything. I'm proud because we didn't build it the easy way, we built it right. This is the 5G America's been waiting for, only from Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities.
0: 5G nationwide available in 1,800 plus cities.
2: Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility, featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course, located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program, including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m. Players hit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes.
3: The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston. Witness the Big 12 take on the SEC at the 2020 Texas Bowl, Thursday, December 31st at NRG Stadium. Don't miss your chance to be a part of a College Bowl season unlike any other. Sign up for the wait list at www.thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates,
4: ticket deals, and more. There's option one.
3: How was your weekend?
4: And then there's option two. Option one. Option two. And life. You can choose boring. Thank you for holding. Your call is important to us. Or you can choose thrilling. The choice is yours. The two grand coupe from BMW. The ultimate driving machine.
3: Visit HoustonBMWDealers.com for details.
4: This is a Crown Royal water break reminding you to stay hydrated and stay royal. No one wants to be that guy on game day, so take a water break and moderate your drinking to be the best fan you can be. Because the key to victory is making it to the finish line. That was a Crown Royal water break. Stay hydrated and stay royal. Please drink responsibly. Crown Royal blended Canadian whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. The Crown Royal Company, New York, New York.
2: More Texans Radio is on the way.
0: From kickoff to the two-minute warning, H E V
4: has all you need to make your game day spread a touchdown. For the starting lineup,
0: HEV's freshly made guacamole and salsas are a delicious play. And for meat lovers, H E V Prime 1 steaks and burgers are a sizzling way to get your grill on.
4: Plus, pick up the extras like HEV's Our Finest Paper Towels, Texas Tough Trash Bags, and Foil. From food to snacks to defensive sacks, home gating is a win with H E V. Hey, Keith here from Papa John's, and guess what? For a limited time, it's back. It's our new double cheeseburger pizza. A large for just 12 bucks, and now add the double cheeseburger papadilla for only 6 bucks. comes with zesty burger sauce, hamburger beef, tomatoes, pickles, and lots and lots of cheese. It's our new double cheeseburger pizza and the new double cheeseburger papadilla. Get yours today. Papa John's Houston. Texans fans, did you know Houston is home to North America's largest environmental solutions company? Waste Management serves more than 21 million customers and employs over 45,000 people. From trash and recycling collection to renewable energy, we're working hard for a sustainable tomorrow. Join the other hometown team at Waste Management. Go to careers.wm.com to learn more about opportunities with the official environmental services provider of the Houston Texans. That's careers.wm.com.
2: At CDW, we get that an unsecured laptop can put your company's data at risk, making you a little paranoid.
4: I'm not paranoid. You're paranoid.
2: CDW can implement a secure mobility solution using the HP EliteBook with Intel 8th generation processors and SureView Privacy to protect your screen from prying eyes. Did
4: you follow me here?
2: IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash security. What was that? Hey, Texans fans, count on Fox Sports Southwest for wall-to-wall Texans coverage. Make sure you're watching Texans game day on Fox Sports Southwest for wall-to-wall Texans pregame coverage. And you can always catch up with up-to-the-minute Houston Texans reports and showtimes on FoxSportsSouthwest.com. There's no other fan like a Texans fan. And there's no other network delivering Texans football like the team at Fox Sports Southwest. Houston Texans Lux is the only membership that gives you unprecedented access to Texans events and connections to the top business professionals in Houston. If suites become available for the 2020 season, be the first to know and sign up for the wait list at HoustonTexans.com suites. In this uncertain environment, you can count on Houston Texans Lux to work for you. Contact us today for more information on Lux memberships. Visit HoustonTexans.com suites or call 832-667-2299. 22.
0: Hey Texans fans, head on over to Cachada Casino Resort and play the largest and most spacious gaming floor in southwest Louisiana. With wide open spaces to play all of your favorite slots and table games, live bingo, off-track betting, and poker. Plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and Casati Pines, the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Cachada is the largest casino resort in Louisiana and Louisiana's best bet. Located in Kinder, Louisiana, just east of Lake Charles. Take I-10, exit 44 to Kinder. For more information, visit CCRLA.com.